Welcome. Thank you for joining me today on Let's Talk Torah. I am James Crothers. Today is August 28th. So glad you could be here. I hope you all had a wonderful Shabbat that you were able to rest and get that restoration that the Father promises. I do pray that the Father is allowing you to keep Shabbat holy, giving you that time off. I know not everybody is able to be off of work and other reasons. And I just ask you to pray that if, if you're unable to have that day of rest, that you continue to pray for it. It is one of the, the greatest signs between us and our Father is honoring that day. And so I know that if you, in your heart, truly are seeking that time with Him, He will find a way to give that to you. Hope that this new week starts off wonderful. Uh, excited for what we have in store this week at Heart of the Tribe. I know we got a lot of shows coming. Um, I just hope that you are enjoying this content, that it's bringing a blessing to your life. I am going to be reading out of the half Torah and Basora portion today. Uh, I've actually did a pre-recording of this today because I am out of town uh, visiting our uncle and a few hours away where we have some land. Wanted to spend a few days there. It's also uh, the anniversary of my mother-in-law's passing. So we always go there and put some flowers there to remember her and to honor her. Like I said, today's half tour portion is going to be out of Isaiah 61, 10 through 63, 9. And then I'll be following that up with the Besor portion out of Luke 24, 1 through 43. And I will have a commentary on both just to kind of summarize uh, each section up. And then next week, uh, we will dig in a little bit deeper like normal uh, when I am live again with you guys. So, uh, like I said, thank you for joining in. Please leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your favorite verse out of this portion was. Or if you have any insight, I'd love for you to share that with us and anyone else tuning in. Let me get eSword pulled up so we can all read along together. All right, so this is Isaiah 61, 1. The Ruach Adonai Yahuwah is upon me because Yahuwah has anointed me to preach the Besorah unto the meek. Interesting, he says Besorah there in Isaiah, Old Testament of Prophets. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of Yahuwah and the day of vengeance of our Elohim to comfort all that mourn, to appoint upon unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garments of praise for the Ruach of heaviness, that they might be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of Yahuwah, that he might be glorified. And they shall build the old waste, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed their flocks, and the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. 
but ye shall be named the priest of Yahuwah. Men shall call you the ministers of our Elohim. Ye shall eat the riches of the other nations, and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. For the but the for the shame ye shall have doubled, and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess the double everlasting joy shall unto be unto them. For I Yahuwah love judgment and hate robbery for ascending smoke offering, and I will direct their work in truth, and I will cut an everlasting covenant with them. And their seed shall be known among the other nations, and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which Yahuwah has blessed. And I will greatly rejoice in Yahuwah. My soul shall be joyful in my Elohim, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as the bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as the bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth her bud, and as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so Adonai Yahuwah will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Hallelujah. Chapter 62. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, as Yeshua throughout thereof, as a lamp that burns. And the other nations shall see your righteousness, and all kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of Yahuwah shall name. And you shall be a crown of glory in the land of Yahuwah, and a royal diadem in the hand of your Elohim. You shall no more be termed forsaken, neither shall your land any more be termed desolate, but you shall be called Kesfi, Ba, and your land Bula, for Yahuwah delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you, and as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your Elohim rejoice over you. I have set watchmen upon your walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace, day nor night. Ye that make mention of Yahuwah, keep not silence, and give him no rest, till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Yahuwah has sworn seven oaths by his right hand, and by the arm of his strength, Surely I will no more give your grain to be meat for your enemies, and the sons of the stranger shall not drink your wine for the which you have labored. But they that gathered it shall eat it and praise Yahuwah, and they that have brought it together shall drink it in the counts of my holiness. Go through, go through the gates, prepare ye the way of the people, cast up Cast up the highway, gather out the stones, lift up a standard for the people. Behold, Yahuwah has proclaimed unto the end of the world. Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your Yeshua comes. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of Yahuwah. And you shall be called, sought out, a city not forsaken.
chapter 63. Who is this that comes from Edom with dyed garments from Batsra? This right is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore are ye red in your apparel and your garments like him that treads in the wine fat? I have trod in the wine press alone, and of the people there was none with me, for I will tread them in my anger and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. And I looked, and there was none to help, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation unto me, and my fury it upheld me. And I will tread down the people in my anger and make them drunk in my fury. And I will bring down their strength to the earth. I will mention the loving kindness of Yahuwah and the praises of Yahuwah. According to all that Yahuwah has bestowed on us. And the great goodness towards the house of Yisrael, which he has bestowed on them. According to his mercies and according to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, surely they are my people, children that will not lie. So he was their savior. In all their affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity. He redeemed them and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. Great chapter we see here in Isaiah, just loving, digging into that's not what I meant. Sorry, wrong app. Love digging into the word of Isaiah. Let me unshare this real quick. All right. So just to summarize this chapter in Isaiah. Isaiah begins by reminding the people that salvation is near and that all the nations will see it. He invokes imagery of weddings to symbolize triumph and seedlings to symbolize growth. The nasty names that Israel has been called in the past, forsaken, desolate, will be replaced by the terms of affection. Isaiah describes Yah's commitment to the city of Jerusalem. For the, city of, for the sake of Zion, I will not be silent. For the sake of Jerusalem, I will not be still. 62.1 He details the way that Yah will strengthen Jerusalem by appointing watchmen to guard the city day and night. Then Isaiah describes Yah as a warrior who has returned victorious from battle, but is covered in the blood of his enemies. The prophet reminds the people that when Yah needs to be defended, there was no one to come to his aid because the people had abandoned him. Still, Yah defeated his enemies, even without his people at his side. At the end of the half Torah, Isaiah reassures the people that Yah will always come to their rescue. In his love and pity, he himself redeemed them, raised them, and exalted them all the days of old. We see that in 63, 9. Though the half Torah doesn't contain an explicit connection to the Torah portion we'll see later this week with Lee Hood, it does point towards a future redemption. 
So that's just wonderful that we have that redeeming grace from our Savior. All right, let's finish up in Luke 24, the last chapter of Luke. This isn't the complete chapter, but it is going to be verses 1 through 43. this back up and shared with you guys. All right. Now on that one Sabbath, very early in the morning, they came to the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher and they entered in and found not the body of Adonai Yahushua. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed about thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid, they bowed their faces to the earth. They said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The son of Adam must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. And remembered from the sepulchre and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. It was Miriam and Magdal and Yochanan and Miriam, the mother of Yaakov, and the other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Kepha and ran unto the sepulchre and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. And behold, two of them went that same day to the village called Yemen, which was from Jerusalem about three score stadium. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Yahushua himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were held that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have to one another as ye walk and are sad? And the one of them, whose name was Cleophas, answering, said unto him, Are you only a stranger in Jerusalem, and have not known the things which are come to pass there these in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Yahushua of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed, and the word before Elohim and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Yasharel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, the certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And a certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it, even so as the woman had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Mashiach 
to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory. And beginning at Moshe and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat to eat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and broke and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them. Saying, Adonai is risen indeed and has appeared to Shimon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking bread. And as they thus spoke, Yahushua himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and frightened, and supposed that they had seen a Ruach. And he said unto them, Why are ye troubled, and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is my I myself. Handle me and see, for the Ruach has not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of a honeycomb, and he took it and did eat before them. So wonderful that our Messiah rose from the grave to return to the right hand of his throne. Just thankful for the opportunity to know him, to know his word and now to be able to just share it, it's such a good news gospel. It fills my heart with joy to read the scriptures each and every time. It's just so much joy and overwhelming happiness that fills you when you fill yourself with his word and his goodness. So to summarize up Luke 24... Luke opens with three women approaching Yahushua's tomb at dawn, expecting to anoint his body with spices they prepared. They had seen Yahushua's body laid in the tomb, so when they found the stone rolled away, they know where to look. They were perplexed to find no body. As the angels tell them, the woman that Yahushua has risen, they emphasize Messiah's own words from Luke 24, 6-7. Remember how he told you, while he was still in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on that third day rise. The women then remembered and tell the apostles what they saw, but the apostles don't believe them. So Peter checks it out himself. He leaves the tomb convinced. Remember that Luke is a historian, so he presents his readers with evidence and testimony about this miraculous discovery. We have not one, but two heavenly witnesses declaring he is not here, but he has risen. All three women who saw the empty tomb are named, perhaps for the purpose of verification. The angels point to Yahushua's prophecy about himself as more evidence. Peter or Kepha gives the final testimony. 
is significant that Peter saw the linen wrappings instead of an empty tomb. Grave robbers would have taken the body with the cloth or a resurrected Messiah would have shed his wrappings. Peter's previous appearance in Luke did not end well. Yahusha looked at Peter after the crow marked Peter's third denial. After being absent at the crucifixion, he was desperate for another chance to see the Messiah. He had to see the evidence for himself, and we see it through him. Luke doesn't just present the empty tomb. He teaches us about Yahusha in the process. Through the account of the crucifixion, Luke highlights Messiah's innocence. Pilate proclaims Yahusha innocence three times. Herod can find nothing in Yahusha worthy of death. One of the crucified criminals recognizes Yahusha has done nothing wrong. And after Yahusha breathed his last, the centurion praised Yah, knowing Yahusha was innocent. In Luke's gospel, the phrase sinful men is unique to this passage. He uses it here as a contrast. Yahusha was unlike the men that carried out his death. In his resurrection, Yahusha was vindicated, declared righteous and innocent. Secondly, in Luke 24, 7, the angel refers to Yahusha as the son of man. This was Yahusha's favorite title for himself. The angels confirmed that Messiah used the title rightly. So what does that title mean? At first glance, the title Son of Man seems ordinary, as though Yahusha just meant he was a human, but Luke has far more in view. The title Son of Man comes from Daniel 7. In a vision, one, like a, the Son of Man, appears before the Ancient of Days and is given dominion, glory, and a kingdom. Strikingly, all peoples, nations, and languages will serve him, and his dominion will be an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Instead of an earthly human title, Son of Man is heavenly and kingly, with worldwide consequences. Finally, Yahusha prayed that his father would forgive those who crucified him. He promised one of the criminals that he would be with Messiah in paradise. Additionally, when the resurrected Messiah meets with his disciples, he says that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in the Messiah's name to all nations, beginning with Jerusalem. Yahusha came for the Jews and the Gentiles. Hallelujah. We're so thankful that we were grafted in to that family, to that kingdom. Such a beautiful thing to never take for granted. That does it for today on Let's Talk Torah. Thank you for joining me. Like I said, please leave me a comment with any uh, insight that you have. If you have a favorite verse, uh, such a, a very important chapter to finish up the book of Luke with the crucifixion of our Messiah. I do pray that you all have a blessed week. Please come back. Join us later this week on Heart of the Tribe for our many shows that we have airing and hope to see you again soon. Shalom.